your host Hepburn and you're listening to the Voiceless Speak Forever podcast, a true crime podcast dedicated to exposing the many misdeeds and abuses done to animals. And every week, I'll be covering a new animal abuse case. This advocacy story is about Jamie Sue's fostering journey with an Orange County-based rabbit rescue, Save Some Bunny. A little tidbit about Jamie. She has been in the software development industry for about 20 years and has most recently become a tech artist. She is more creative than technical, but is a compulsive problem solver. And this has boded well for the bunnies she has helped for the past seven and a half years. One of which was Choppa, who was the bunny that led me to Jamie. She is one of the few people who takes in bunnies with special needs. Here's Choppa's story from Jamie. Chopper came into the shelter with a broken leg in which the bone was protruding out of his skin. The shelter emailed me at the end of the day and I was hoping to get to him before they closed. I didn't get a hold of them quick enough and couldn't get him till the next morning. I hated going to sleep knowing he was broken and sitting in a kennel waiting. We took Chopper to see the vet and get x-rays. He was so tiny. Best guess? About a month old. Between his size and his very pronounced heart murmur, the vet felt surgery was not an option, so she splitted his leg. The splint had to be changed and the wound cleaned regularly while we treated him with antibiotics and got the infection under control. As a baby, Chapa was very sweet and patient and tolerant of all the handling and splint changing. He had an awfully hard time moving around when he had a popsicle splint bigger than he was, and it caused his hip to dislocate. As he healed and got stronger and bigger, he was super excited to be able to move better and better. I would give him exercise time and work with him on his leg positioning to try to correct the hip and make sure his foot was bending fully. Soon, I had to keep him from leaping off things before his bone was fully healed. A few months later, His hormones kicked in and, woo, boy is he a handful. He's very playful and fun, but so hard to hang on to. I try to listen to his heart with his stethoscope so I can monitor for changes and compare it to what the other rabbit's hearts sound like, but it's nearly impossible to hold him still long enough to have a listen. He enjoys being pet, especially if you rub his ears just right. He gets worked up and runs circles around your ankles. He gets bored if someone isn't hanging out with him while he plays. Chapa definitely likes human attention. He's got a checkup scheduled in a few days to see if his heart sounds any better. The hope is, is that the holes in his heart would get smaller as he grew and his heart got stronger. He gets heart-healthy supplements and moderate exercise. I try to let him run, but not so much that he overdoes it. We are hoping to do a sedated neuter so he can calm down a bit and eventually have a bunny friend. As you can see, Jamie is a devoted foster mom. Chapa is just the tip of the iceberg for what she has done. So with that, let's dive deeper into her fostering journey. I had met the folks of Save Some Bunny when adopting rabbits at Irvine Animal Care Center and had once fostered babies for that shelter. It was an easy problem to solve. 
The rabbits needed a temporary space of someone who could care for them, and I could provide that. Actually, a little bit of a funny story. One of the first bunnies I fostered with Save Some Bunny was a bunny named Tic Tac, who had malformed eyelids and required a surgery that wasn't in the shelter's budget. I decided that no one could ever love him as much as I did, and I foster failed immediately. The only adoption event he went to was the one I brought him to, just so I could find him a girl bun, Juno. But as you heard, one of the most difficult things to do is sending them off to their new home and trusting that someone else is going to take care of them as much as you do. But it's also easy to get in over your head with having more rabbits than you have time to care for. For example, when you take in eight orphan rabbits, Fostering is supposed to be temporary, but it's hard to do a good job promoting them when all your time is spent cleaning and caring for them. I once had six baby bunnies that had been dumped at a park. One of them had a broken leg. We were able to pin the leg and save it. But then, his brother squirmed in my lap when I was giving oral meds, and his bone density was so poor that his back broke. I spent six stressful weeks doing cage rest, and medication while gently doing range of motion exercises and other forms of physical therapy before he healed enough to hop again. He eventually made a full recovery and the pair were adopted. I cried for about three days straight. Hardest adoption I've ever done. That was Wolverine and Magneto. Anytime you help an animal heal from injury, you develop a special bond. But at the same time, It's a relief to find someone who can give each bunny the time and attention they deserve. I love when I get a new foster bunny in and they have that moment when they realize that they are safe and they are going to be cared for and Bun Dad is going to spoil them with a slice of apple every night. You let them out to play and figure out what personality this new little furry friend is going to have. They're all so different and special. One of the most rewarding parts of fostering is when I match a bunny to the perfect human and if I'm lucky I get updates from the human. In the best scenarios the bunny and the human each make the other's life better. I've also made some wonderful friends for facilitating these sort of bonds and it's also rewarding on a humanitarian level but there's definitely been some really tough losses. I've had to learn not to feel guilty for not always being able to save them. I have to find consolation in the ones I have saved. I talk to other people who know and understand. I don't let bad people diminish the 99.9% of good people out there. I remember that just because some people cause these animals to be in a bad situation does not mean that people suck because people are also in the solution. We couldn't keep saving lives if there weren't people adopting, people supporting us, people trying to do the right thing and get these bunnies into safe and loving homes. At the end of the day, we need to find more special needs sanctuary fosters. We have so many bunnies living with a couple of overwhelmed foster parents. I'm trying to free up some of my time to solve the problems that cause there to be so many homeless rabbits. Taking in the homeless bunnies after everything has gone wrong isn't sustainable, and it's not solving the systemic problems. I want to identify and prevent issues 
And that's why I've been working on a spade neuter project which saves some money. Every single accidental litter prevented is an average of six homes we don't have to find. When we neuter bunnies, we fix the hormone-induced behavior that leads people to take them to the shelter or dump them in parks. I always want to be able to make room for the emergency foster bunnies like Chapa, but I think I can do even more to help rabbits by making change in the community. If we inform people about rabbit care and create more good rabbit homes, we can place more homeless rabbits. We could further expand the program to provide rabbit veterinary bill assistance because if we can help existing rabbit owners keep their rabbits, we prevent more homeless rabbits. And that's the phenomenal advocacy tale of Jamie. Jamie's interview will be posted on the VSF website, thevoicelessspeakforever.com. It will feature bits that weren't included in the recording, like how Jamie first met Chapa, and on details about and her own little forever bunnies. You can use your phone to view it, but seeing it on the computer is best. Thank you, Jamie, so much for giving your time to this interview. And above all, thank you for saving these bunnies' lives and helping to protect more bunnies in the future with your spay and neuter program. Without people like you who have such big hearts, so many bunnies wouldn't know what love is. You've helped so many rabbits. Thank you so much for your service, Jamie. And with that, thank you all for listening. As always, make sure you share the VSF podcast, rate and review the podcast and wherever you listen to podcasts. Email me anything you want me to cover at vsf.officialpodcast at gmail.com and follow VSF's Instagram page, the period VSF period official. Also, Make sure you check out handmade crochet dog and cat toys available at VSF's official website, thevoicestospeakforever.com, and featured on its IG page, VSF period official period shop. All of the money goes back into growing VSF. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Toodles! Thank you.